I saw this tweet that says, friendship breakups, I mean, good, long-term, very close and intimate friendships are, in my experience, much more emotionally devastating than romantic breakups. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Rants and Revelations. I'm your co-host, Dana, aka it's Dana B. And I'm Michelle at Modernly Michelle. And we are kicking off episode 16. Yay, yay, yay. For today's strawberries and lemon, we're going to take a moment to honor Chadwick Boseman. Mm -hmm. For those of you who don't know, he was a phenomenal actor, a.k.a. uh, King T'Challa, Black Panther, um, he played it, like an amazing role in several other movies, such as 42, so Jackie Robinson in 42, mm-hmm. 21 Bridges, and several other things. His passing was due to the fact that he was diagnosed with colon cancer in 2016. And if I remember correctly, he was diagnosed with stage three. So for four years, he was battling cancer, still producing great work and no one had well the public didn't have a clue i'd also like to make a comment and i've noticed that people were saying this on social media as well and shout out to like his team and family for this that it never leaked yep this whole time so he was able and i'm sure that was probably a really big request that he had uh just so he can continue doing his life's work you know what i mean Mm. uh so shout out to them for sure so i don't even really know well michelle what are your strawberries for this it kind of feels like a lot of lemons right a lot of lemons yeah but i can't say if i had to think of a strawberry it's just the fact that he was able to have the strength to continue going you know because being burdened with that information and knowing that you know there's a chance that this all could come to an end uh And the fact that he just kept going and kept persevering is definitely a strawberry for me. And also, too, you can tell he had a supportive group around him. And the fact that, again, his team being able to, you know, really keep that precious and close to them until it was time for his passing. So that's what I would say my strawberries are. Yep, I absolutely co-sign that. I think all the work that he started and was just a part of that's definitely a major strawberry his legacy that he's left with all of us is amazing what he represented as the black panther and you know we all call him our king um in the black community so just knowing that kind of give us a sense of peace or gives us a sense of peace but the lemon is the fact that he passed um at such a young age yeah 43. Um, but in, I was watching a video, a short video for his commencement speech that he gave at Howard University. He is a Howard alum. Mm-hmm. And he spent some time talking about purpose. So if in his 43 years, he feels like he accomplished his purpose, then it was all worth it. Amen. So I don't really know what to say because it's so sad. I know when I found out, like, it really hit me. I was having a good night. You know, I was all happy and high spirits because I was celebrating something. And then I just got a text from my beloved sister, Chadwick Bozeman died. (laughs) Like, 
very just like, wait, what? Did I read that correctly? So when I found out, it was just really heavy and sad. It's it's almost kind of weird to grieve people you don't know personally. Yeah. Yeah. For me, the way I found out is that I wasn't, I haven't really been on social media. There's mm-hmm. just been a lot that's been going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I haven't really been on social media, but I was just like, oh, let me just go on Facebook and just, you know, take a little look-see. And I saw that pop up and I was like, oh my gosh. And I was so grieved. Right. So like, like you said, like, it's so crazy. Cause when you think about like Kobe and just like all of the unfortunate deaths that's happened this year, I'm just like, yo, like it's heavy. And it's just, you still feel it. You know what I mean? Even if Absolutely. you're not personally connected to that person, you still feel it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel speechless, but um, our hearts, our thoughts, our prayers are with his wife, his family, his team. Um, and again, he left behind a very, um, he left behind a great legacy. And for that, I am grateful. So we're going to take a moment of silence for our Black King, uh, Mr. Chadwick Bozeman, as well as all the many other losses that we've experienced as a country this year. Okay, so yeah, we're now going to dive into our rant for today. Mm-hmm. What do you do when you're changing and evolving? However, your friend isn't changing and evolving along with you. Woo! Why does that feel like a heavy question? It does. It feels very heavy. I think. It's a tad bit sobering to think about friendships, right? Because at first thought, you kind of think like there are two options, right? You either hang on with that friend and hope that they can see how you're evolving and growing and maybe they will choose to do uh, something for themselves that brings that evolution and that growth. Or you can choose to cut your ties and continue in your path so that they're not a distraction and they don't hold you back. But when you think of Chadwick Boseman's passing and everyone else who have passed this year, it's like, life is so short. Girl. I want to honor the people that I care about and love and, you know, let them know that I feel this way about them. So it's kind of hard to say, well, girl, you just got to cut your losses. Don't let them hold you back. Get rid of that dead weight. Because it's like, at the end, is it worth it? Like, I don't know. Right. Yeah, I feel like it really goes down to how much this person means to you. Mm -hmm. Because if it's truly someone that, you know, means a lot to you and you know that you really value their friendship, you will try to see what you can do to pour into them to see if maybe you can kind of help start, I guess the evolution Mm -hmm. and just like them evolving of course you cannot you can't force anybody everyone has their own path everyone has their own journey so just because you're progressing at a certain pace doesn't necessarily mean that that friend will be doing the same but it just makes me think we shouldn't be unless the person is extremely toxic of course Mm -hmm. we shouldn't be so quick to just drop people i definitely agree with that however when i think of social media culture modern day culture So many times I hear, you know, you need to 
um, get rid of anything or anyone that doesn't serve you. And cancel culture is a big thing. So we've kind of become accustomed to cutting people off with a quickness. I think our generation doesn't have, and I, I don't want to speak on everyone, but it doesn't appear that we know how to deal with longevity and long suffering and working through problems. It's like, I didn't like the way you spoke to me, so we don't need to be friends anymore. I do agree with you that it matters about how much does this person mean to you and maybe helping them get to where they need to go. But do we have enough foresight to consider that? Or do we just give in to what everyone else says about cutting people loose? Huh. I think that goes back to step, it goes to that person's personality at that point. Um, I would definitely say so because I don't know. I just feel like it's so it's sometimes it's tough being a millennial because you have some of your own personal values, but then you also see so many different things on social media and all of these same messages are being pushed forward. So part of you is kind of like wanting to be that, you know what, like, yeah, that's true. You know, I am, you know, blah, 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 going to cut that person off, this, this, and that. But then there's also the part where it's like, where you stop and think, and it's like, wait, this is my friend. Yes. You know, so especially if it's not something that's like a mutual thing. I agree with you. And let's say someone is considering cutting their friend loose, right? Mm -hmm. I saw this tweet that says, friendship breakups, I mean, good, long-term, very close and intimate friendships are, in my experience, much more emotionally devastating than romantic breakups. And yet, unlike romantic relationships, we have almost no socialization, even in media images, on how to navigate them. And I sat back and thought about that, and I have to say, I definitely agree. There's something about a friendship that's very intimate, though socially we seem to think that intimacy only comes in the form of a romantic relationship. Or I know in Christianity, we talk about intimacy with the Lord. So with that being said, for you, what advice would you give to someone who feels like you know, they're evolving, but their friend is still stuck. So I think this depends, and I feel like I've been saying this a lot, but I think it really depends on the person and you should know your friend. So depending on the type of personality and how your friend takes feedback will be a way for you to know how to approach this. Because I can easily say, be transparent with that person. Yep. Uh, of course, you have to frame it a certain way, but and you don't have to say, uh, girl, I'm doing some big things and you're not. So this is not going to work. When are you going to level up? <laughs> right. Like, hello. But maybe instead of saying it that way, you can approach it like, hey, you know, I noticed that back in January, you mentioned you had this goal. Or I noticed that you have been saying for a few years that you wanted to do this or you wanted to stop doing that. And I see that you're still kind of in that place. Is there anything I can do to help you? There's so much growth that I can see you achieving. Yep. And I want to be supportive and help you with that because it's always easy to just laugh with people and joke around, 
have a good time, have some drinks, go to brunch. It's super easy to do that. When it comes to actually doing life with that person and pouring into them, we have to also keep those things into consideration. Mm -hmm. So that would be my advice is to just approach it. Well, first take take into consideration how your friend is, how they accept feedback, and then approach them from a very friendly way like a friendship way like I'm here for you I want to help you what can I do to help like how can I assist you in growing is there something that's holding you back and then kind of have that conversation from there that's what I would do I hear you I think that's phenomenal advice and can be very effective to someone who's willing to receive it Mm -hmm. like you I agree that instead of cutting your friend Instead of cutting your friend loose, you should make every effort to protect and preserve that relationship. And you can go about that in two ways. So one, if you're doing big things, there's enough room at the top for everyone. So consider bringing your friend along. If you're going to networking meetings, if you're meeting mentors, if you're drafting business plans, be inclusive with your friend. Like, hey, I'm working on this business plan. Do you have any ideas? Do you have any feedback? Oh, okay, cool. I finished my business plan. Do you want to create one as well? Like, how can I help you? Similar to what you said. You're going to a networking event. Like, hey, girl, I just found out that if I go to this networking event, I can meet this person who can teach me more about how to do marketing for my business. I would love for you to come with me. Be sure you wear ABC so they know how to dress appropriately with it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're experiencing new things, don't be selfish in keeping it for yourself. Like bring your home team with you, help them to participate in that, include them so they don't feel left behind. And they're not sitting back like, oh, she just thinks she's better than everybody else. Like, no, I want you to come along. I'm inviting you to these things. So that way they won't see it as though you're trying to talk down on them, but you're engaging them and bring them along. And the second way is you sometimes do have to compartmentalize your friends. So like Michelle mentioned, it's so easy to laugh with someone and go out for drinks and brunch and things like that. If you've tried to include them, if you tried to share your resources and they're not participating, like that old adage says, you can bring a horse to water, you can't make them drink. So, hey, I've tried inviting you to networking events. I tr- you said you wanted to start a fashion line. I reached out to someone who's super successful in their store. You're not following through. So how about we just stick to grabbing drinks once a week? How about I only talk to you when I need a good laugh, when I'm not, you know, I need to just not focus on business things. And it's perfectly okay if that's the friend you go to just for fun. Yeah. Because there are different types of friendships. Let's be real. Not every friend is going to be that deep friend where you can like 100% confide in and share your life secrets with. Exactly. You know, there you have different types of friends and that's okay. But it's a matter of divvying them up and knowing how to approach that, especially when you feel like you're entering a new phase of life and they may not necessarily be on that same wavelength. Yes, yes. And it's absolutely okay because just as you're evolving and you're growing and changing. Your friendships will evolve, grow, and change as well. Growth can look like I've matured and I want to do things differently. So now I have new friends for this area of my life. In high school, we were able to have the same interests and talk about the same things. But now we're basically adults. I don't feel like an adult all the way, but 
we are basically adults with more responsibilities. Like we're really trying to walk in our purpose. We don't know how long we have left on this earth. So if I have to find a new group of friends when I'm trying to accomplish A and I come to you for B, then I go to somebody else for C, that should be perfectly okay. We don't own people. So one friend doesn't have to be your go-to person for every single area of your life. That can be burdensome anyway. Oh, that's so true. So I think like your friendships can definitely change. I'm of the mindset that nothing is, I'm of the mindset that everything is fixable. Every offense, for the most part, you're able to forgive that person, hmm. right? Now, will the friendship change? Probably. Will the relationship change? Probably. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's necessary to cut friends loose. I don't think it's necessary to, I just evolved and now I'm doing A, B, and C and she's not on my level, so I'm moving on up. Don't ever do that to people. You never know. Like, they may not be evolving and growing this year, but two years down the highway, they've made leaps and bounds, and now you're looking to them for help and mentorship and connecting you to resources. So don't look down on people, but be comfortable with knowing the friendship is changing, and that's perfectly fine. Right. Because I think I mentioned this earlier, and I know this is something that's kind of been an underlying message that we've been saying as well, is that everyone has a different path and journey. Just because you're on the point now where you're like rocking your business and you're doing what you have to do and this, this, and that does not mean that every single person who's with you may be the same. Yep. Because at that point you may be rushing someone else's journey and it may, they may need that additional two years to get themselves together. You know what I mean? So you have to keep those things into consideration while it's always good to encourage that person, especially if it's something that they've been speaking about, you can't rush what God has put into place anyway. Exactly. So you can only do what you can do as a friend Mm -hmm. and try to encourage them and try to bring them along with you. Like you were saying, Dana, but at the end of the day, if they're still doing their own thing, that's, that's them. What, What can you, what can you do? It is what it is. Everyone is grown, honey grown okay these bills are real <laughs> and they're addressed to your name okay like or you your friend's about name bills for the past couple of episodes <laughs> that shows me i'm an adult absolutely <laughs> these <laughs> bills okay come every month with my name on the statement like clockwork hello okay so more of the story is there will definitely be times in your life where you're on a different path a different wavelength a different level than your friend And if you are growing, evolving, leveling up, and they're not, it's perfectly okay. You may need new friends where you can bounce ideas off of because it is important to have people in your circle who think like you, who think further ahead than you do. I've always heard if you show me the five people you hang around the most, you're a collection of those five people. Oh, wow. Yeah. So instant. Go ahead. I instantly lined everybody up or like put everybody in the circle. And I'm like in the middle of the circle looking at everybody like, oh, I see myself there. Oh, I see myself there. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like that's very true. And I definitely want people who are smarter than me, who are better business owners than I am, who do an excellent job of being a wife and a mom, like 10 times better than I do. Like you don't want to be the smartest person in your circle. You want people who are better than you because that encourages you to level up. 
So I have no problem not being the smartest, the fastest, the, the wealthy. Like, that's okay. You know what I mean? I'm going to learn from them. So I do think that you want people around you who think like you do and think further ahead than you do. But at the same time, it's okay to have those friends who you will always love, who you care about, and you'll always be there for them because they're still your friend. Does that make sense? A hundred percent, sis. So I feel like that's my revelation. Like get friends who will help you level up, but don't cut the ones who are there. Don't cut off the ones who are there for you when you are just like chilling and not really about nothing. Like them. If like, that's what, if that's the place that they're at. Exactly. Hello? Don't forget exactly. where you came from. Right. Yeah. Like let's, let's give people some grace. And yes. like, I feel like for me, my revelation will definitely be like, that giving people grace and then two just remembering that everyone's journey and path is different Mm -hmm. so if you feel like that friendship is worth the patience because of course we're speaking in terms of just like hey you're evolving your friend is not that's it we're not talking about any like serious offenses or any crazy things that may have happened in the friendship Uh, so just from that perspective, you have to understand that, yes, you may be earning a million dollars in your business now. And you have that friend who's still working at that job that they're complaining about every day, but you have to understand that everyone's going to have a different path. Right. All you can do as a friend is try to encourage that person. And I love what you mentioned earlier too, having different friends for different things, Absolutely. different parts of life evolving. We move, you know, there's just so many things that change. So you just have to keep all of that into consideration. I agree, Michelle. I agree. And really briefly, I want to touch on the subject of, I want to touch on the flip side of this. So for most of this rant, we've been approaching it as we're the friend that's evolving and we have a friend who's not evolving along with us. What about if you're the friend who you're not evolving, but you feel perfectly fine where you are. You feel like I'm happy where I am. It took me a long time to get here. We were good. We were chilling. We were happy making however much we were making. All of a sudden, your friend trying to switch up on you and do something different. Like, sis, be satisfied. How does mm. that friend deal with it? Ooh, that's good. Do you have, I have to think about that for a second. Yeah, I, I feel like if I'm the friend where it's like, I'm very happy with where I am. I feel like I've worked hard to get here and I may have other goals and things that I want to accomplish. But for now, I just, I'm just in a place where I've worked hard to be able to afford the brunches. I've worked hard to be able to have a career. I've worked hard to accomplish these goals. Now I just kind of want to sit back and enjoy it. But I have a friend who said, okay, we've opened two businesses. I'm trying to open 10 next year. Now that, you know what I mean? They trying to climb up the tax bracket. I would say if you're the friend who, and I'm using quotations here, not evolving and growing, I would say celebrate your friend who wants more. Don't be envious. You know what I'm saying? Support Mm -hmm. their dreams, celebrate them. And then when it's your time to grow and evolve, you want to keep that friendship because now they may be, you know, 10 steps, two steps, one step ahead of you. Because you kept that friendship, they're more willing to help you get to where you're trying to go. Don't be a hater. I think is a simple answer. Don't be a hater. Don't be envious. And don't compare yourself to the friend who's evolving and changing and growing. Because when you were doing it, you know, you had a support system. So now be a support system for them. And when it's your time to start leveling up again, then the cycle will continue. Yeah, that's great. 
that's that's really good. I feel like that's exactly what I would have what I would have said for sure. And then also too, if you feel like maybe that friend, let's say you guys used to always talk about the latest reality TV show episodes or something on YouTube or whatever, and you notice that now most of your conversations are becoming super serious and super, you know, business oriented, and that's not really your vibe. Just try to stir the conversation or steer, excuse me, just try to steer the conversation into different directions and just try to tell your friend like, hey girl, I actually wanted to talk to you about this. If you feel like it's starting to become like now, all of your conversations are focused on what they are doing and their business or just business in general. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So while you always should be in a support system, if you feel like you guys aren't really matching up because it's kind of becoming the whole, how can I put this? They just want to talk about stocks and politics and things like that. And you're like, mm, but I just want to talk about real housewives. Right. You know, and while I can't talk to you about politics, but I don't want to talk to you about politics all the time. All the time. Right. right. So I think that's where friendships come into play. Like you have to be able to give and take. Yes. Um, but you also have to be understanding. They may say, hey, I don't watch reality TV anymore. I don't have time to watch YouTube videos. So what do you do? Just like they need to find new friends who's on the same wavelength as they are. You may need to find new friends that's on the same wavelength as you are. So when you guys meet together, there's no pressure for that person to meet a specific need. You're just enjoying the friendship. Right. You know, that makes me think about us mm-hmm. as friends. Tell because me more. Uh-huh, of course. So we've been friends for like, feels like forever the now. The 99s and 2000s. Literally, it feels like. <laughs> and I feel like, that were I was literally going to say the same word and you said it's all about balance I feel like we've always had balance in our friendships we know when it's time to get together laugh talk kiki we know when it's time to talk about business things and hey what are you going through how you know what happened at this point that point you know there may be times where we may not speak as much because things are going on in life and we just respect each other on all different levels right and I think that is how you keep your friendships going because there are different, we were at different points in life. There was times where in college you were studying abroad and I may have been here or I started a business or you got it. Like, it's just so many different things that happens in life and in friendships. And it's all a matter of just meeting your friend where they are. Mm -hmm. And just, if that friendship is really important to you, you will continue pushing through and just be there for each other in the different places of life that they're at. Yes. Speaking of you and I, we're in different phases of our lives right now. You're a wife. You're about to have a baby. You're making like life-changing decisions. And I'm making, I'm making, I guess, life-changing decisions. Yeah. But it also feels like we're just in very different places in life. But it's not like, oh, well, Dana's not on my level, so I can't talk. You know what I mean? Like, it's never felt that way. And I think it's because mm-hmm. of mutual respect. And we're both like really good listeners. So I want to hear everything that's going in your world. I'm asking the questions. I'm curious. I'm not bored. I'm not jealous. I'm like, okay, what can I do to help? You know, I'm, I'm very into what's important to you. And I receive that as well. Like you reciprocate that. So it's easy where we don't feel like either of us are fighting for attention or like you don't value what I think, even though we are in different places of our lives. And even though we're in different places of our lives, it doesn't feel like 
one person is like all the way over there another person is like all the way over here it just feels like different things are happening and it's like yeah it's just like girl here's my life girl here's my life one thing that's we have in common though we're both in transition and it's crazy right now yes exactly (laughs) that could be its own episode hello (laughs) Mm. have you seen that meme with or that video of um what's the name of that football player the carolina panthers uh cam newton cam newton so he's talking it's like a group of them of i think of other athletes and they said something to him and he's like hello you see that I saw it. I saw it. I love it so much. It was so sassy. So sassy. So every time you say hello, I just imagine Cam saying that. Woo! Oh my okay. gosh. I didn't mean to take this off track. So really quickly, before we go uh, to Revelations, I want to bring up Insecure. Okay. And the reason being is I saw this tweet that talks about friendships and friendship breakups. But there was a specific tweet that said Insecure had the opportunity to tell this story of friendships and they, I'm paraphrasing here, they sort of dropped the ball. Hmm. And I think Issa and Molly are a perfect example of a friend you truly care about, but you're just changing and you're in a different place of your life and the other friend just isn't getting it. So now you you reach a point of tension Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out how do you successfully navigate that and make it to safe territory hmm. yeah i feel like maturity was a big thing in the show too though Woo, child who was the immature one isa molly or both both i blame molly molly more so though i think molly way more actually yeah i think molly's issue was immaturity she wasn't accustomed to not being Issa's hero. So now that Issa was in a new place in her life where she was independent and things were working out for her and she had her own resources, Molly kind of felt like, hold on, you leveling up and I'm happy for you, I guess, but I don't like how I feel left out because I'm so used to being your crutch and your go-to person. Mm -hmm. Whereas Issa's issue, in my opinion, is the fact that she didn't know how to communicate And instead of communicating how she was feeling to Molly, she would listen to other people and use what they said to make a decision about her and Molly's relationship. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, and I'm I'm trying to think back to through this last season to see if I can pinpoint another, a moment where I was like, oh no, Issa, come on, you could have done better. Um, And I think- The pie situation with Thanksgiving- yes you could have done better you told molly you were going to go then you didn't go and you didn't let her know that you changed your mind about not going yeah that's true that's true and then also i'm thinking about when they had that like lunch and i think uh isa was kind of approaching it as if nothing happened or kind of just trying to make it as normal as possible Mm -hmm. and i feel like for some people that can work but for others certain things need to be addressed immediately and I think Molly was more so on the tip of wanting things to be addressed yes yes Mm -hmm. and the thing is as far as not addressing things and brushing it under the rug and just moving forward I feel like even if it works in the moment that's not a long-term result 
that's not something that's going to last forever. That's one. And two, brushing things under the rug and not even addressing it, that may work for someone with someone that you just met. That may work with the friend who doesn't know everything about you. They just, you know, you just meet up with them for drinks and you laugh. You know, that coworker at work that you really like, mm-hmm. that may work with them. But with your friend, like your day one, that's not going to work. Yeah, because <laughs> I know you. Right. Like, we need to talk about this. Yes. Let's just do this. Like, what, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with you, Issa coming to the lunch and not addressing it. There was something there. A little bit of it was childishness, but it was also avoidance. Maturity. Yeah. But Molly took the cake for maturity, though. Yeah, she she clearly has a lot of other things. Yes, Molly was a dynamic character and insecure. But if I were to think of myself, what you see on screen or what you see in, um, in the public is one side of you, right? And everyone think they have an idea of who you are and you look like you've got it together. But I would bet money if Molly was a real person, there's other things going on in her life that played into how she treated Issa, that played into her relationship with her boyfriend. Like, it's just a lot of mess that she needs to work through and resolve before she can be a good friend to Molly, a good girlfriend, a good daughter. Like, if you're not happy with yourself, if you haven't figured out what makes you happy, what makes you whole, what needs you need to, you need to have met, you're not going to be any good to anyone. Nope. Nope. And especially when you're, when you really don't know that about yourself either. Like you're just very, you're not really self-aware. Yes. So I think that's where therapy and all of that comes into play Mm -hmm. because sometimes you go through life thinking that you're trying to figure out why this isn't working and why that hasn't worked or why you feel this way. And you're just like, I think I'm a great person and I'm cool. So what's the problem? Right. there's, there's, there's some things that are there yes. that you probably need to address. And the more you take time to like address them and really do some self-reflection, the more you'll be able to grow and understand why certain things are the way they are. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into our revelations. Ooh, that was a horrible rolling of the tongue with the R's. Let's run that back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Without further ado, we're going to jump right into... Nope. (laughs) I should have just been happy with the first one. Sorry, guys. Got to put my back into it. That did not work. Mm -mm. It did not. Anywho, I would say that my revelation for today is to do the work within yourself that would help you to be a better friend. And my second revelation, I'm keeping it short and sweet today, is no matter what stage of life your friend is in, always celebrate them and give them grace. If they're elevating, cheer them on, support their business, go to their events, connect them to people you know who may help them. And if you're the one that's elevating and they're still kind of in that same place, just be there for them. Don't leave them out as you're celebrating your wins invite them along to that dinner invite them out to grab drinks and just see how they're doing and when it's time for them to level up then you'll meet them where they are then too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i would say for me 
take into consideration how your friend takes feedback and if you have to share with them certain life changes that you're making just be transparent tell them say hey maybe you know we used to go out to brunch every saturday and i'm not doing that anymore or we used to go out drinking four times out the week and now i'm not doing that anymore i'm changing i'm turning into i'm forging this new path be transparent with them regarding that uh, meet your friend where they are and just always try to encourage them in the place that they are because they may not be at that evolved stage just yet and you can't rush someone's journey mm, so good michelle Alrighty, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Rants and Revelations. It is such a fun journey with you all. Check out our Instagram, rantsandrevelations.tv, and let us know, are you in a place where you're evolving and you have a friend who's not? When have you, what have you done when you've been in that situation? And as always, you can slide in our DMs, let us know your thoughts, let us know what you want us to talk about. We'll catch you guys on another episode of Rants and Revelations. Bye. Bye.